and welcome to a new episode of the podcast. Uh, I'm Einar and today I'm meeting up with Jason to talk a little bit about water for coffee. Uh, the water that we use um, when brewing coffee, the water that we have in Melbourne and in our shops. And we're also going to talk about uh, the upcoming training experience uh, where we're going to get you to um, brew different uh, or use different waters to brew uh, the same coffee and see how the water affects the flavor and extraction in your brew. Um, Jason, why should we care about the water that we use for coffee? Well, it, it plays a very big part in how the coffee tastes when we brew it. It's said a lot that coffee is 98% water, but it is a lot more than that. It's, it's the thing that, it's the tool that extracts the coffee solubles out of the ground coffee to make the drink. So it's, it's the extraction method as well as being a, a very large, large ingredient. We're very lucky in Melbourne. Our water is generally very good, but in other parts of the world, the water is uh, not as not as good, not as clean, not as um, soft. And uh, this experiment, I think, will highlight some of the the really big range in flavors that you can get from one particular coffee when you brew it with a couple of different types of water. When when we talk about soft and hard mm. water, what what does it mean? Well, uh, if you have only lived in Melbourne, then you will only know great quality clean water but in other parts of the world when you for instance leave a glass of water on your um, bedside table at night it will form a ring of um, salts around the top where the water meets the air and this is um, an indication that the water is very hard um, hard water means it has a lot of generally a lot of salts or a lot of a lot of stuff in the water that sometimes can inhibit the ability of the water to extract coffee it's also really noticeable in like uh, soap suds and things like that. So in, in places with very soft water, it's very difficult to sud up your shampoo or sud up your soap, uh, sud up soap when you wash your hands. The softest water is, is basically distilled water. So it's pure H2O. And in, in Melbourne, I think our water is very soft because it, there's not a great distance between where the water falls and where it's collected. And the path that the water takes, it doesn't take on a lot of um, minerals or um, salts or things like that. So when we use it, it's still relatively pure. So the water that we have in, in Melbourne and that comes out of the taps mm -hmm. uh, in our shops, where, where exactly does it come from? Like... It starts off as rain, <laughs> rainwater. It's, it's then um, captured in, I think, three or four different locations just outside of Melbourne. Uh, depending on where exactly in Melbourne, it could come from the Yarra Valley or it could come from uh, the northwest of Melbourne or it could come from uh, the east of Melbourne. Generally, the water um, for each shop will come from one location, but it has, it has been switched and moved around. So if one reservoir in say the Yarra Valley is running particularly low, they'll switch it to the west and they'll, they'll take water from the Colobin Reservoir instead of taking it from the um, Yarra Valley Reservoir. Do we do anything to the water before we start making coffee with it? Yeah, we filter it very lightly, basically. So the water companies will add uh, a little bit of chlorine to the water to kill any germs that could be in there. They do that for listeria and salmonella and some of those other things which are still fairly harmful to vulnerable people. Um, they add just a tiny bit of chlorine, but chlorine is such a, a strong chemical that can, you can smell it when you're running the tap cold. It sort of comes off and uh, becomes a gas really easily and you can, you can smell it. So we use a very simple carbon filter in our shops to 
basically take out that um, that chlorine taste in the water. There are other ways of treating water, so we can use we, we could use a reverse osmosis, which is like a, a very sort of a forceful mechanism from removing everything from the water. Uh, and then we would have to sort of remineralize the water or add some stuff back into the water to make it uh, useful for, for coffee. They're the two main reasons, two main ways of uh, treating water for brewing coffee. And, and when you're thinking about, or in the past, when you're kind of looking for new locations for, for a shop or a roastery, do you do any tests to, to check the water or? Honestly, not really. We assume that the water in Melbourne is all going to be relatively good. And then depending on the location, it could be that the shop has very old pipes underneath it. So for instance, Ferry Street's water was particularly good for coffee. We don't really know why, but I suspect that there were some, you know, some rusty old iron pipes in the ground a long way back that were changing the chemical structure of the water, which meant it was a little bit better than brewing coffee than say South Yarra, where the water was very, and still is very soft and very low in mineral content. I think if we were gonna look at locations outside of Melbourne or even even, even just outside like the Yarra Valley or in, uh, in the West, then we would look more carefully at where the water came from and determine how we need to treat it to get the best out of it. Uh, pure water sounds very, very nice and, and sounds like the best best water for coffee. Is there such a thing and is pure water the yeah. best? There is such a thing. Um, Tasmania has pure water. <laughs> well, Tasmania has very, uh, very clean water, so they have very soft water. Our coffee there tastes, it does taste very nice. Um, I think it would be improved a little bit with uh, some minerals, but pure water, pure H2O, like distilled water, does not make coffee taste very good. One other example of how the location can affect how the coffee tastes is early on, Fleur and I would bring coffee from, from, from Melbourne, from our roastery in Pran to London, and we would taste it there and share it with friends. And our coffee typically did not taste all that great when we left Australia, and we, we did a tasting session with a, a notable roaster, and we were surprised at how poorly our coffee was performing in, in London. Thinking about it now, it's because the way that we roast coffee is largely influenced by the way that we taste it with our water. So the way that coffee is roasted in London is also a reflection of the way that that coffee tastes when it's brewed with their water. So switching their coffee to brew it in Melbourne that would mean that it doesn't taste optimal for that sort of you know roasting profile and then vice versa as well. You were mentioning when we were talking earlier that places with or roasteries placed in locations a bit hard water mm. uh, tends to roast a little bit darker. Uh, what's the reason for that? Generally, the example given is north and south of Italy. So the south of Italy has very hard water and they roast quite a bit darker. And the north of Italy, because it's closer to the Alps, they have a bit cleaner water and they roast a little bit lighter. I'm, I'm not, for Italy, I, I don't know how true that is, but anecdotally between places like London and Melbourne, I've found that you know, darker roasted coffee tastes better in London and lighter roasted coffee tastes better in Melbourne. And I think that's because the water in London is very hard at 400 parts per million and the water in Melbourne is very soft at about 80 parts per million. A few years ago, there seemed to be a, a trend of making water for, for your coffee, especially for the Aeropress competitions, to up to date with the recent trends. But can we talk a little bit about that trend that might still be ongoing? I mean, part of the experiment that you're going to take part in is is with you know water that is made so we're going to take some distilled water and we're going to add a couple of salts to it to create sort of like an ideal well maybe we will make an ideal water for you to taste 
And the reason people were doing this for competition is that they would be able to sort of engineer, you know, the perfect water for the coffee that they wanted to brew. So they could brew the coffee with soft water and then say, actually, maybe we'll try it with a little bit harder water and the coffee might taste a little bit better. So sort of tinkering with the chemical composition of the water that you're using for brewing could, could give you better results. And I think that was the premise behind all the, the futzing about with the stuff for uh, AeroPress competitions. So for the experiment that you're going to do in the shop uh, as a team is brew the same coffee with different types of water. We're going to send you three water samples and 500 grams of a, a mystery coffee. You're going to start with uh, dialing the coffee in with the, the water that you normally have in the shop. So we call this your, your control water, that's the, the reference. When you have the grind size uh, ready and dialed in the coffee, uh, you will then brew the coffees again with the different water samples and filling out the form, making notes on the difference in acidity, sweetness, texture, texture, body, uh, any tasting notes, do they taste different? Yeah, and the purpose is to, to get an understanding of what a one particular coffee, the range of flavors that can come from a particular coffee when it's brewed with various waters. This gives you an idea of what the experience of someone who lives in Perth might be having or Tasmania or, you know, or London. With this experiment, I don't think there's too much that can go wrong, but obviously just be careful not to switch the waters while you're brewing them. So brew one and keep the jar close to, close to the form so you, you know that is the water that you're brewing with. Apart from that, obviously all the water is uh, safe to drink and consume. Yeah, uh, I think also we don't have a lot of the sample waters, so use it carefully. You can use the, the boiler tap to, to rinse the cone and, and the water filters, stuff like that. Just um, boil up the amount that you need for brewing uh, one cup or two cup. Yeah, it's, uh, it's up to you which recipe you use. Just make sure that you use the same recipe for all the different samples. Good luck. Enjoy the coffee. Good luck.